I'd never created from despair before. In summer 2021, I had the opportunity to make a dance film. At that time, I was in the middle of what I call a death portal. It was like a death of my identity in a massive way. It had started in autumn 2019, and it went on for quite some time. I lost a lot. I lost a lot in many ways on many levels, and it really felt like it was a complete death of identity. I knew that it was the result of a particular spiritual path that I'm on, and that really was the thing that kept me going. So in summer 21, along came the opportunity to make a dance film with myself and Odyssey dancer Sharon Lowen. So this was a commission and it was part of a larger project. And the brief that I was given was to use footage of Sharon's performances um, over the decades. So it was a lot of archival footage of Sharon's work alongside new footage of me dancing. So this was the context and those were the parameters. So it was very, very different from starting completely from scratch. When you have a blank slate, you go into the studio and you start from scratch. In this context, I already had some parameters given to me. So when I started, I had to create, in a sense, two different characters, one for myself and one for Sharon. We went through a lot of Sharon's footage and I had to choose, pick and choose certain parts of it. And then after that, create new dance movement for myself, get that recorded and filmed. And then it was a case of in the editing process, that was really where the main work happened in the editing process, finding a story out of that footage. So one of the things that I decided to do to make this easier was in a lot of Sharon's footage, in all of Sharon's footage, in fact, she was wearing full traditional costume with full stage makeup, plenty of jewellery. So I decided that I would create my character as a completely different counterpoint, if you like. So very, very minimal makeup, no jewellery at all. And I wore a dress instead of a dance costume. In other words, I decided to perform as myself rather than as a classical Indian dancer. And this is an, a sort of interesting recurring theme for me. I remember, I guess in about 2006, 2007, I really had this pull away from the traditional costume, away from the repertoire, away from that entire context. I really had a strong repulsion for it, actually, and came out of it. And a big part of that was wanting to come as myself. I would look at these photographs, these beautiful photographs that had been taken in studios uh, where I was wearing the full traditional makeup and jewellery and flowers and costume. And I remember looking at these photos and thinking, but where am I? Where am I in all of this? It felt sort of like a mask. So that's been a sort of ongoing theme for me that I've gone back and forth with over my dance work and in, in making different dance pieces. It feels like it's one thing performing as a classical dancer and it's something else performing as myself. Now, anyone who's trained in any classical art form knows the weight of that. There is this weight of tradition, the weight of the form, the weight of the structure of it. 
And it's a common theme that we all have, I think, or many of us have, which is, how do I find myself in all of this? So what I've discovered over time is that it's not a question of rejection and starting over. There is nothing to be destroyed or in a way, there's really nothing even to be moved away from. That's a conclusion that I've come to. It is about allowing the tradition and allowing those classical forms to express themselves in new ways through our own story, through our own values, through the things that are important to us and through our own life experiences. So over time, what happens is that the practice and the structure of the form interacts with my life experience. And out of that, a new expression arises. And the life lesson here is that we are currently living at a time between narratives. The old story is practically crumbled away and the space is fighting for new stories to arise. We are in a state of flux, chaos even. And in that state of chaos, we have the capacity to generate new stories for humanity. You know, the question is, right now, we are writing collectively the next phase of our human story. It's up to all of us. And the best thing we can do is to work with what we have, however fragmented it feels. So in reference to the past, however fragmented the past feels, however tricky or challenging it feels, we need to work with what we have because I think that when we are rooted into something that is meaningful to us from our past, it is much, much easier to create a significant, meaningful and harmonious future. What can we observe into being if we observe with relish, reverence and gumption? Reverence puts us, relish puts us into a buoyantly creative state. Reverence means that we are in a stable connection to the past, however disappointed we are or however fragmented it feels. Gumption gives us the energy to create anew, to know that we have the power and capability to make new narratives for this next phase of the human story. My new narrative is clear and simple. I want to see a world full of happy bodies, where people are not too much in their heads, but are much more fully embodied in their feet, in their stomach, in their hearts, in their hands. Looking around, I'm seeing too many miserable faces and miserable bodies of, as people's attention is pulled out of the body. And that is why so much of my work is about changing your posture, changing the way you hold your body and changing the way that you sense into the body. So this particular period of time, summer 2021, when I was making this dance film, it was called Shaping the Timeless. I was in the middle of this identity death portal. I was falling apart and I'd never quite been in this space before. Yes, I've fallen apart before, but this really felt like a dying. And there was no indication of a new identity emerging as yet. So it was a very, very strange space to be in. The day before we filmed my dance portions, 
I still hadn't bought a dress. I didn't know exactly what I was going to wear. And I think this is really indicative of the space that I was in. It's like I just had to take the next step, which felt really heavy. It felt like walking through treacle. I could only see, I could barely even see the next step, in fact, let alone seeing further down the line. I just had to keep going, putting one foot in front of the other in this creative process because I really was in this state of despair, in the state of not knowing who I was. So the day before, I found a dress and it was perfect. It worked because here's the really interesting thing for creatives. I was able to go into this focused space where I almost didn't need to know anything because I was just able to tap into my core and into my feeling sense in the body. And that is enough to propel the creative process once you have the full support and foundation of a deep traditional art form. Once you have the full support of your decades of training, of work, of practice, it's all there to support you. And I knew it was going to be really cold the next day. So before I bought the dress, I actually bought a little top to wear underneath, something that was going to keep me warm. And I only found the dress after that. The strange thing was that the colour matched perfectly. And I know that for me, when that sort of thing happens, when that kind of synchronicity happens, it's a very, very clear manifestation of the fact that I'm following exactly the right intuitive path. So it comes to the day of filming. We are filming outside. It's really cold. I'm barefoot. I'm shivering, actually. And I remember feeling really awkward in my body. I didn't feel like a dancer, purely because of this identity death process that I was in. It felt, I almost felt like a rag doll. It was the strangest, strangest thing, but I just did it. It was, I was really enjoying the project. I was enjoying being part of this extraordinary project and working with these wonderful people. And somehow in that state of despair, in that state of being completely fallen apart and feeling really awkward in my body, the dance happened. They were very short, contained sequences of movement, but it happened. There is just this different energy that takes over, and it's grace. When one is dedicated to your art form, grace takes over and carries you through. So that is my experience of creating from despair. I can't really say that I created it. I think it's probably more accurate to say that I was carried through this process of creation, and my work was to keep being present, keep tapping into and locking myself into that moment of creativity, into literally making myself take the next step forward. And also trusting my awkward body.